Hey, everyone, and welcome to Right Now, a student ministry podcast here at Ridgecrest Baptist Church. And I'm joined today by Olivia Anderson. Olivia, how are you? I'm great, Chase. How are you today? I'm doing good as well. So mm-hmm. excited for you to be on the podcast today. And you've shared that you've been excited about oh, being I'm on the podcast. Excited. So this doesn't make you nervous at all? Oh, it definitely does. But okay. it's also exciting. <laughs> okay, so how do you handle nerves in the middle of being excited? I just try to... I don't know if this is a good thing. I just try to push it out, you know, <laughs> like just try to not think about it as uh, much as possible, you know. Right. So just don't think about nerves. So me asking mm-hmm. you the questions, not doing a good job of helping you push. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> pushing the nerves mm-hmm. out. But Olivia, we're excited and thankful mm-hmm. for this podcast and specifically the reality for us to be pushed to remember to live our life right now for the glory of God. You know, we say this a lot. Sometimes it's easy to be so focused on eternity and what's next and all those kind of things. And we need to have a heavenly perspective, but through that, making sure we are living in the moment for the glory of God. And Ephesians 5, a verse that we quote on this podcast a lot, tells us to live our life as wise people in the midst of a world that's greatly filled with unwise situations. And so that's our heart today, and I'm excited for what we're going to have a conversation about and hear from you specifically about what it looks like to live some in the moment as you think about your context in the world for your personal life. And so first question on the podcast today, and I love this question because it allows us to really hear from your heart specifically about what God's doing in your life. So question number one, what's God teaching you right now, Olivia? Yeah, Chase, I think right now God has been continuing to teach me about humility. Like I am a very prideful person. I think if we examine ourselves, all of us, we all have pride issues, you know, like I have a problem with apathy and being way too competitive. And I just started noticing how it was affecting like my relationships with other people over the past few months and everything. And obviously it's been um, affecting my relationship with the Lord and um, how I obey him and everything because I was getting so caught up in myself. Um, And God has really showed me like, we know how pride is kind of the root of all of our sins. And so God's been showing me like how humility is really the root of everything we are called to be as Christians. So like loving other people and obeying him and loving the Lord itself, like all of that stems from denying ourselves and embracing humility. So that's something God's been teaching me, you know, and that's kind of an everyday process and really a moment by moment process, like learning to um, just deny ourselves and um, embrace who God is and what he wants us to be. Yeah, so. that's, that's really cool. Take me to a moment for a second, if you can, Olivia, for a person that's very, that struggles with pride, we'll mm-hmm. say it like that, and because I feel like I can put myself in that same conversation with you. Take me to a moment of a situation that you feel like God really opened your eyes to the magnitude of the issue of pride within your life. Yeah, I would definitely say like my relationships with the people I'm close with, specifically my friends, like they, I don't know if they've noticed it, but I've definitely been able to tell, like we just get into conversations and I would start kind of putting my place, putting myself in a place where I was trying to compare myself to them and trying to make myself like feel almost superior in a way and then I just catch myself and be like Olivia what are you doing like why are you doing this to yourself and so God really just used those moments to push me back down into my place you know like I'm not I'm that's not who I am you know I'm not trying to outshine other people like I need to be who God wants me to be which is I I mean a big part of that I think is you know not competing you know yeah Now, talk to this for just a quick second. You've mentioned the reality of, okay, if we're opposite of pride, we're walking in humility and use the terminology to deny yourself. Mm -hmm. 
speak to how you would define that or what does that look like maybe for you personally or specifically your generation to deny yourself? Yeah, um, I think, well, I have a quote hanging in my locker at school and it's by C.S. Lewis and it says, humility is not thinking of yourself. No, it's not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. And so that's something, those are words I've just tried to soak into my everyday life. And like, it's not beating yourself down and saying like, I am worthless. I'm not good for anything. Like That's not what humility is. It's completely forgetting yourself and and replacing the time you spend thinking about yourself with, okay, I loving this person and loving God and trying to learn more about the Lord and, um, yeah, things like that. That's so good, Olivia. You know, it's such Mm -hmm. a challenge for us all to really think about this thought of walking in humility or walking in pride. And as you said earlier, the, the example of Jesus was the example of, of the greatest, uh, act of humility from going to the way he treated the people to obviously death on a cross. And so that's an example for us all to seek to to follow and make an impact for God's glory in the moment right now as we think about uh, living our life for him. So as we think now about that thought of an impact and using your life for his glory, speak to this question, our second question today. How can God use your generation right now? Yeah, I think we live in a culture that is so like tech- technologically driven and like social media is a big thing in our generation especially. And I think yes, we definitely need Christians in those areas, you know, right. but we also I feel like we've almost neglected having these personal like in-person relationships. So I think our generation would make a dramatic impact for the kingdom if we started intentionally building these relationships with the people who are around us, like Christian or not, like actually like sitting down with people, making eye contact with them and getting past those surface level relationships. Um, So I think that would, that's just a great way to, I mean, even just minister to people and obviously build community within the church itself. Yeah, so you, you speak of social media. So talk mm-hmm. just, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, the balance mm-hmm. of social media, okay? So if we say it, we need Christians in the world of social media, mm-hmm. but we also need to make sure we're genuinely building relationships. So what does it look like, would you say, to have that balance in your world as it's so, for teenagers, so caught mm-hmm. up in the world of social media? Yeah, Chase, that's definitely something I struggle with personally. Like I've had to go through and set time limits on all of my social media apps. And I would I would confess like most days I still just click yeah, like the, the 15 yeah. minutes more button. <laughs> but it's just, it's you know, that's something you really have to pray about. Like it's not something I found that I'm able to do on my own. It's just like social media, it's just for some reason it's so attractive to us, you know, and we get so caught up in it and then we just neglect everything else that is in our reality at the moment. So it's learning like how it's self-control. Yeah, that's good. First of all, like you have yeah. to start exercising self-control over these things and everything. And it's also just finding those things that like really make you passionate in your everyday life that you can say like, okay, I want this more than anything my phone has to offer me at this uh, moment. That's you know? a great, mm-hmm. great thought. I want this more than anything my phone has to offer. Mm-hmm. I like to say it like when we say no to something, we're filling that no with a greater yes. Yeah, definitely. And trying to figure out what is that greater um, yes. Now, turn back to just for a second before we jump to our last question and wrap up. The thought of genuine relationships. Speak for those that are listening or watching today towards what has it been, what's been evident in your life from someone else 
that you feel you've had a genuine relationship with, Mm -hmm. what stood out to you the most about that relationship? Yeah, the more genuine relationships I've had, and I said this earlier, like we have to get past the point of surface level relationships. Like I've noticed that in a lot of my friendships, like we are just surface level. Um, And so we have to start like asking each other the hard questions and getting in these deep areas um, and being vulnerable with each other. Like that's something I'm not good at at all, but you have to like open up and really be vulnerable with other people in order to grow as a person yourself, but also to grow these relationships with others. You know, and there's humility in that as Absolutely. well. The reason why we struggle so much with being vulnerable is the pride that's welled up in us that we don't want people to understand we're struggling or this is going on or this is a, a, a bad situation that's going on in my life kind of thing. And so I love how those tie together. And again, such a challenge for not only your generation, because we're in such, as you mentioned already, technology is driving so much mm-hmm. that even my generation and up are struggling with genuine relationships. And so, Olivia, thanks for just the challenge there for myself, but also those that I I know that are listening and viewing this to live out those genuine relationships versus just that surface level Mm -hmm. friendship on social media or follow, I guess Mm -hmm. you'd say. I don't know if you can say it's a friendship on social media. So Mm -hmm. last question. You ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. So last question, and this one's always – very intriguing because I don't know what's going to come out uh, when I ask this question and it kind of makes me nervous, honestly. <laughs> so third question here is what is a major current event of great um, thought? What's something that's very interesting mm-hmm. to you right now of a current event? Okay. Um, I, I guess it's current, but I don't even know if I'd call it an event, but something that's been really interesting to me, especially since Wired of 2019 is how cultural Christianity is really thriving in America. Like, I'm a senior. I mean, I'm not a senior, but you know, as a, the gun, yeah. I know I'm a junior. I'm a junior, <laughs> but like as a senior at Providence, we have to write a senior thesis, and so that's what I've been planning to do it on for a while now. And I've read Dean and Sarah's book about um, the unsaved Christian, and that book, God really used that book to show me a lot of things. Yeah, that's really good. Um, but it's just it's as I've gotten older, I've started recognizing it more. You know, like and there's so many different. It, it shows up in so many different ways. Like we have people who like are coming and like placing themselves under the name Christian, but they're like, they're living these self-righteous lives. They are really um, trying to do the bare minimum to get by in Christianity or they're twisting scripture to fit in with what culture says is okay. And that's really all that I've found cultural Christianity is. It's like kind of shifting scripture to say what you want it to say. And so it's been really interesting to me to look at all of these different ways Christianity is being used in, for some reason, like specifically the American church from what I've seen um, and just how it's impacting the church as a whole. So that's been really interesting to me. So when we think about that, being that we live in that world, Mm -hmm. as you've looked at this, studied this, read about this, what does that do for you? How do you navigate walking and dealing with that, whether that's your personal life or other people? Mm -hmm. Definitely being intentional and really noticing um, what is going on around me, like um, using that discernment to pick out, okay, what is truth and what is this false image of Christianity? Um, And then being intentional in my relationships, like we talked about earlier, um, when it comes to maybe a friend that is dealing with this. So. I love that thought of just intentionally 
looking to these relationships and pushing each other to really ask some hard questions. Mm -hmm. And do I really say I believe what I believe or am I just kind of going through the motions of this because it's what I've done? In reality, for someone like you that's grown up in the church mm -hmm. world, this thought of cultural Christianity is easy to fall into. There really so is. There's a, there's a side of it that we have to be careful of for ourselves personally, but then we need to say, God, help me to navigate intentionally with my friends to make sure we together are not living uh, this basically lie mm -hmm. of being a Christ follower. And so I love that thought. Such a challenge, as always, uh, as we think about that, Olivia, for each of our lives. And so, Olivia, that's it. Awesome. It's been fun. It has been a lot of fun. So proud of you. Thankful for what God's doing in your life and the leadership that you bring to our church and our student ministry. And just excited, as you said earlier, senior mm -hmm. year's coming up. Yeah. Excited to see what that brings and uh, what's next for your life. Not ready for that to be here yet no. for you, but uh, I know that you're excited as you think towards that because that's a big deal. But again, thanks for being on the podcast mm -hmm. today and a great encouragement for those that are listening and watching. And we want to say thank you as well for checking out today's podcast and love for you as always to like, share, and subscribe so that other people can experience it as well. And we want to encourage you to think about living your life right now for the glory of God in all that you do. Mm -hmm.